Welcome everyone to the Two Actors Walk Into a Bar podcast two year anniversary special. Uh, Obviously a lot has happened since the end of our last series. Where were you when the Queen died? We're talking about cinema, TV, drama, Danny diving, kicked off a cliff. You'll be Rolf Harris and we Prince Andrew and fucking Jeffrey Epstein round the corner. It's like, oh no. (laughs) Right then, folks. Alright, love. What will it be? Test, 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 test. Testy, testy, testicles. <laughs> We're going to do that stupid thing where we have to talk loudly and project <laughs> even though you're already sat there. No, we don't need to project because the mic's very good. Do we not? What, so we can just talk like this and that's absolutely fine? Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the sound waves and wondering... It was fine last time we recorded in person. I know, but I feel like I was talking like this because I felt I had to in case it didn't pick it up. What, like a robot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is this our intro? <laughs> Take that as a yes. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, everyone, to the Two Actors Walk Into a Bar podcast two-year anniversary special. <laughs> I wish I could make the noise of a party popper, but alas. Oh, I think you did it perfectly. Thank you. That was, I knew what you were doing. Such a compliment. Only <laughs> someone knew what you were doing. <laughs> Just... Hello. 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 Oh, I'll cut you off then. We've got to do that thing, haven't we? What thing? Where we don't talk over the top of each <laughs> other. <laughs> <laughs> this is not something David and I are accustomed to. We regularly have... No, it's not. <laughs> there you go. Like three conversations in one. Oh, yeah. How'd you like that, Gia? Yes, we've got a guest in the room today. We've got Gia with us. Yes. She's back. Hello, Gia. Gia was very excited to see you, Scarlett. She was. I felt loved and wanted for the first time in my life. <clears throat> I joke, I joke. Speaking of, Ooh. stuff has happened, mm. you know, since since we were last on the air, It must as it have were. only been days after we last recorded as well. Was it? Mm. Oh. Because I was going away, wasn't I? Oh, I, I was talking about the fact that I've finally had a haircut. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Obviously not. Although it is quite a big deal and my hair looks amazing. But it's the fact that you, Scarlett, yes. are now <clears throat> to be made an honest woman. <laughs> it could never happen. <laughs> never. Um, yes. Yes, we're engaged. I can't believe it. Um I really wasn't expecting it. Although David kept on telling me on the lead up that it was going to happen. But the fact that David kept saying it, I thought surely it can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so there we are. Yes, your your boyfriend mm. Liam is no longer your boyfriend. He is now your fiancé. Mm. Yes, I know. What point do you, do you actually say that and it not feel like my fiancé? <laughs> I still find it weird. Yeah, it's I've funny, been... isn't it? Hannah's been my fiance now for a few months, mm. and in conversation, I'm like, "Oh yeah, my fiance is da 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 da," and it's like, "Well, that seems a bit weird to say fiance." Yeah, it's don't like know why. Up. It, yeah, it sounds almost a bit sort of like I don't know, boasty, weirdly because <laughs> I actually understand what you mean. Like wife yeah. and husband doesn't. I can't imagine that feels like that. No one wants to boast about having a wife or a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Although in saying that, last couple of um, like simulation role play things that I've done. I've had a long-term partner according to what they see on the scenario. Mm. And then they refer refer to that person as my husband, which Mm. I don't correct them because I'm not going to just like 
But I've actually figured that that must mean I look old enough to have a husband. <laughs> I'm not jailbait anymore, Gia. <laughs> we're both just stroking Gia while this podcast is happening. It's quite therapeutic, isn't it? It is. It's like a nice distraction. Nice distraction from what was saying. A little chin scratch from Madame. Oh, yes. You're so cute. Liam will be listening and be like, she doesn't say that to me. <laughs> I kid, I obviously do. He's bloody lovely. And not just because he put a fancy ring on it. And what a fancy ring it is. Yes. That had to be resized because you have tiny, tiny hands. Yes, the hands of a child. It's almost pedophilic to buy a ring so small. Oh, and there it is. (laughs) How many minutes was that before you said something inappropriate? (laughs) But admittedly, so all the places we went, I sure i've told you this already but i'm going to relay it to the, all the romantics that are listening now <laughs> we went so originally I'll, I'll go through the full story so liam was taking me away for our anniversary to the edinburgh fringe which i was very excited about because i i yet to frequent it how many um, years have you been together though 10 years see that's why everyone but you yeah. knew that he was going to propose <laughs> even well or just assumed i was like he's definitely going to propose it's been 10 years that's such a milestone you're like no Nice. He's, he's not with the idea whatever weirdly because it seemed like that would be a, a great time to do yeah. it I sort of had just I don't know I honestly too didn't, obvious yeah I didn't think he he not in not not interested in me but he'd done very well to convince me that I don't know I, I think I thought he'd think we have to have lived together in our mm. own property before I'm gonna do that yeah like and have our own space and can imagine being engaged and still living with our parents. So mm. I think I just completely convinced myself of that. If not for the fact that also when we went away for our nine year anniversary, yeah. we sat in a fancy restaurant, which I've told you many times before. And I said, isn't it mad that when we were 14, we thought we'd be grown up and mature enough to actually be getting married. Mm in a year's time and look at us now i mean admittedly i suppose we've all been like fucked over in terms of like yeah. having if if only you could still be 28 um thanks <laughs> you know i think we're, i'll i'll be 22 forever because the pandemic screwed us over um but yeah so i don't know whether we'd be further along that journey mm. by now or not we nobody can possibly say where we might be now had we not had the pandemic years. Yeah. But um yeah, I, I just assumed everything were like plans for the future. Those grown up things they were just gonna be on the back burner for a lot longer. So But then I think like generationally I have such confidence in saying that word until it came out of <laughs> my mouth, if it's even a word. But like for well, we're technically different generations. You're a a Gen Zer. Yeah. And I'm a millennial. <laughs> Um, oh, it's so hot. I hate that. I just hate. You really them. should stop hanging around with children. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when we were kids, or when I was a kid, you know, seeing someone in their twenties was seen as a grown-up adult oh, with yeah. everything ahead of them and stuff. And obviously, my parents were had me in their late twenties. Mm-hmm. Whereas for the majority of people of my generation, late twenties is still very much like not mature doesn't feel mature enough to be you know living with a wife and children and have a mortgage and all that shit so i don't know what it's like for your generation if it feels even younger when it's like 
23, that's like a mm. bloody 15-year-old yeah. in terms of maturity. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going by you. <laughs> no, no, it really does, I suppose, because my brother's, what, uh, like four or five years older than you. Four, I think. He's 34. He's 10 years older than me, so... Yeah, that's about right, isn't it? Yeah, stop looking when I pour my beer. People are like, ooh. A sip. <laughs> May I? <laughs> Is that a puppuccino? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it'll give you the shit snoo. Um, no beer for you, Gia. Sloshed Gia. Now that I'd like to see, but not in a sort of abusive way. Wow. That sounded weird. That did sound weird. Sorry. There is dog beer that exists. Oh, like cute. actual beer for dogs. I do want to get for Gia at one point. Yeah, I mean, if you're a rich little Tory, you could afford that. But, oh, yeah. I mean, well, if only, eh? When you've got fresh running water coming out the taps. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... Because Jordan's that much older than me, so different yeah. generations again... Um, but very much could be like, it, in my head, could be only five years older than me. I can remember being at uni and some of the people that had gone to uni a few years, like, out of college, as opposed to, like, they'd deferred for a while, as opposed to... Gia's <laughs> just biting a toy. <laughs> at least it's not the one with the squeaker. Um, but yeah when they were like they were I don't know 23, 24 and we were like 18, 19 Mm. I was like god they're so old fucking hell you've just got no idea it seems a lot it seems older but I think we'll we'll all stay younger for a lot longer yeah I think a bit with like trying to remember when I was a a school kid Mm. and I always just assumed in my head that teachers must be like I don't know fucking 100 years old or something like that but actually, no, teachers, you know, kids can start teaching from like 21, 22. And it's like, how? Yeah. How do you do that? Mm. And like people in their 20s who are teachers at secondary schools, I'm like, that's not an adult. But as a kid, I was like, that is an adult. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Yeah. And you can't assume anything because some people like, I think my parents have stayed quite young. Mm. And then because of that, that skewed my... When I meet other people, I'm like, oh, so they must be X age because they remind me of my parents. And they're not. They're like early 50s, Mm. whereas my parents are late. So I don't know whether like your the the war babies, their children just started to stay younger for longer. They they didn't hit 40 and start wearing knit cardigans and (laughs) cut their hair short and just become grannies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. well, you know, as as Prince Andrew would say, age is only a number. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing the other day. Um, we hit a few sort of quiet hours um, at work and somebody said something like, um, oh, so I'm thinking of something. It was that desperate. Like, you weren't even narrowing it down from the get-go. But like, okay. a, like a 20 questions, but the questions just went on for fucking ages. Yeah. You could even be thinking of a building. Hi, I'm Porched Castle, like crazy. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, we should have done it like um, when people used to stick the sticky notes on their foreheads rather than like your mm. new fanfangled like heads up and all that sort of shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then um, my colleague Addison was like, no chance. They were like, can you imagine if a customer turn- comes in with you playing? We're, we're like, I'll have Jimmy Savile written on my head. You'll be Rolf Harris. There'll be Prince Andrew and fucking Jeffrey Epstein around the corner. I was like, oh no. 
I had a game, I've, I've still got a game like that, but it's like little fake glasses and you've got the little thing at the top where you can write down something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember we had my family round for Boxing Day. Um, my mum wrote the one for me to mm. try and guess who I am. And she'd written Prince Andrew. My mother, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and there is a picture on my phone somewhere of me just looking unimpressed, wearing these glasses with a big sign saying Prince Andrew above. And my mum just in the back going, like that. It's like, oh, great. That is funny. <laughs> Isn't your dad called Andrew as well? Yeah, but so why, you are basically why are you a prince. That? Why are you bringing that up? There's lots of other Andrews out there, like... Andrew Garfield. Thank God. He's not a, as far as we know, a nonce. Yeah. He's a lovely man. Not that I'd know. He's a lovely man. Have you seen Andrew Garfield? Isn't Some he... people say I look like Andrew Garfield. Isn't he saying. one of the Spidey men? Yes, he's one of the Spidey men. <laughs> Spunk from his wrist. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, anyway, how do, we've ended up going down the paedophile route straight away. <laughs> all because of my engagement ring needing to be... <laughs> ridiculously small <coughs> yeah that was you that started that yeah I know we've, we've come we've looped back to the paedophile thing yeah speaking of obviously a lot has happened since we were last since the end of our last series or is this still part of that series I don't know who cares I don't <laughs> it's um, a bonus it's a bonus it's a bonus episode um Obviously, some very, you know, the, the Queen, uh, uh, the, <gasps> the news that a 93 year old woman passed away of natural causes God, happened. Yeah, and, and I mean, crazy because we were only talking about in the last episode her, her grandson and his taste for pegging. <laughs> but nothing more came of that. He must have paid them all off. Yeah. Or wasn't done. a pegger at all. Maybe it will be in Prince Harry's book. Have you heard that Prince Harry's written a book? Oh, no, <gasps> how do you not know this? It's coming out in January and it's called Spare. Oh, the spare part. You know, the whole like, air and a spare. That's why. Oh, I've not heard of that. Not what heard does of that, that mean? So basically, like in like royalty, you, you know, you have two kids, an heir and a spare. Oh. Wow. So William was obviously the heir yeah. to the throne. And then just in case something goes wrong, you've got a spare heir. Oh. I don't know enough about royalty. Except they're all lizards. <laughs> <laughs> I've. What was your immediate reaction to the? Where were you when the Queen died? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Have a think. Um, where was I? Oh no, I do know exactly where I was. Oh. I knew. Um, Hallelujah, everyone. Well, I know where I was. I know where I was when it was announced she died, but I was probably at home when she actually died. Okay, fine. But um, I, when, you know, it was announced that, you know, Buckingham Palace had released a statement saying she's very unwell, which basically, and that the family were coming over, Mm -hmm. that basically meant she's died already. Yeah. Like the fact that the news reporters were slowly having to, practically changing on camera into black ties (laughs) and suits and everything, just like, Right, here we go. Uh, here's the news. Uh, the Queen's very unwell. Oh, thanks for the black tie. It's like, yeah, we know what's coming. Yeah. I was out working Deliveroo mm-hmm. and <laughs> I found out that the Queen had died when I was in a fish and chip shop waiting to pick up an order and my phone buzzed and I had a look at it and it was a group chat with some friends and someone just went, uh, something made a comment about, oh, bank holiday coming up. And I was like, Queen's dead then. <laughs> Wow, I'm glad you were more switched on than me. I oh, I made a real faux pas. You only just found out. The Queen died, Scarlett. Here and now. Um, so, uh, my mum 
my dad, me and Bowman had all mm. gone to Longleat for the day. Oh, yeah. Um, so while we were there, and my dad is walking around with his three-year-old grandson in a T-shirt that it, I had bought from for him from a mm. festival. Oh, God, I dread got, to think what you've bought. <laughs> it's got the... Um, like the font and the logo of Toy Story, but instead it says Tory Scum. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's amazing. Where are we going? Bowman was wearing a t-shirt saying Tory Scum. No, no, not Bowman. Dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was Bowman. No. I'm so sorry. I just assumed that you'd bought the t-shirt for Bowman. <laughs> and this little toddler's wearing a t-shirt with Tory Scum. Right. Oh, it's your dad. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Bowman's got one that says Never Trust a Tory on it. Nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Dad was wearing his Tory scum t-shirt to Longleat. Brilliant. And we're just around uh, waiting for the trip on the boat thing. Um, and Dad's gone, oh, I've just had a message through from the lads saying that the Queen's ill. And I was like, oh no, didn't really think any more of it other than that the amount of times we were told Prince Philip was ill. Mm. I didn't for a second think she'd die or be- already be dead, in fact. And yeah. I hadn't seen the picture. I had seen the picture of her with Liz Truss, but I had thought, Who? yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Scarlett, don't date the podcast while we're recording it. Who the fuck's Liz Truss? <laughs> um, so I knew that she looked super old. I mm. just didn't know she looked sort of fit for coffin. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So fit for the coffin. Yeah, I mean, I thought, Christ. oh bless, she looked really cute and old and. Yeah, you like old pe- cute old people, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I do. And then uh, we were on our way home and we were just in this long leap bubble, obviously. And then mm. I got a message through from the girls at work in the box office and one of them had just put, she's dead. And I was like, I don't know why, because I'd not been responding to the group chat all day. I thought, they're on about me because I'm not replying. I was like, <laughs> who's dead? What's the goss? <laughs> that was literally how I replied. <laughs> What's the goss? And they're like... What's the goss? Yeah. That's brilliant. I love that so much. No. About Her Majesty the Queen, the longest reigning monarch <laughs> of this country, and your response of, she's dead. <gasps> What's the goss, guys? Yeah. What an idiot. No way. Lizzie's coughed it. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> they were literally like, are you fucking joking? The Queen's dead. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I got it wrong. Oops. Oh, Read the room. <laughs> My grandma was a big fan of the Queen. And I think that's probably a generational thing. Mm. Grandma was alive when the when the King died. So women of that age probably would have put themselves in her shoes and just to be thrown in yeah. to that sort of fucking like life-changing. But I suppose she knew it was going to come at some point. Mm. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Well, I guess she wasn't actually supposed to be Queen. It was only because her uncle... Oh, yes, abdicated. yeah, of course it was, wasn't it? But then she was quite young when that happened. So I guess when she was a bit older, she probably realised, oh, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to, you know, mm. put on the fancy hat and the But her dad wasn't very that. old, was he? So I don't suppose she thought it would be quite so soon. Her dad. I love how I was saying, like, <laughs> so casual. Her dad, her uncle, you know, <laughs> previous kings. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah dad, like we uncle, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't her know. Her dad, what was it? Oh, Georgie boy, that one. <laughs> But I didn't feel, I I felt sad, weirdly, for, like, my grandma. And I know how she would have yeah. felt about it. But on a personal level, besides the fact that, yeah, it's someone's grandma and it's someone's mum and things like that, 
it, just as a human, very sort of like overarching feeling of mm. like, that's sad. Somebody's died. Yeah. But like, I certainly wasn't going to go and fucking queue for however many hours. Oh God, no. I found that really weird. That whole... The spectacle of it. It makes... Weirdly, I don't think I'd actually ever thought about how archaic and sort of bizarre some of the things that, especially the royal family as they Mm. are for us as a nation, it's all bit... It's very... um, Oh, I can't even think. Because you you just don't see it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's... It, to other countries, it must seem slightly culty. Like it's not, but do you know what I mean? Well, to have this the the body of this ninety three year old woman be carted around the country, yeah, is is odd. Mm. When you really think about it, it's really odd to have, you know, this like. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> when it's comedians wrong, yeah, do stadium tours to all the big cities. Yeah. That's what the Queen did. She's touring to like you know Scotland and then you know lying mm. in state in London. I'm still convinced that she was not in that coffin. Yeah, the one that everyone was queuing hours for. I'm like, not a fucking chance. Yeah, of course people were guarding it and stuff, but like, re- I-, I doubt it's it. Such a like. I just think it's funny that I just really, I just really hope that that's that the case that she was actually lying in state somewhere else, a lot more secure, mm. like a freezer or something. <laughs> God. Um, and people were queuing for hours on end to stare at a box and stuff like that. Yeah. I just find that really weird. And like, especially considering we're in this supposed, well, we are in this cost of living crisis, supposed for some people, because it's like, well, I don't need to work. I need to pay fuck knows how much to travel to London and stand around in a queue for mm. 10, 15 hours and then get mad because some presenters of this morning skipped the queue. You're not mad at them. You're not mad at Holly and Phil for skipping the queue. You're mad because you've stood around for hours yeah. and then they've made you look like mugs because they got to go ahead. It just tickles me that the, the the population of the country is so, like, so queue precious. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, the truth of the matter is, if somebody walks in front of you in a queue, like, it just triggers something in your mind that mm. you didn't even know that anger could be there. But I feel mm. like, do you know what I mean? Supermarket, and you're stood there with only, like, maybe three bits, and there's fucking trolley loads of people stood in front of you, and then some fucker just cuts you up and goes in front of you to the self-serve checkout or whatever. I want blood. I want to kill them. Like, it's ridiculous. It maybe adds, what, a max of five minutes onto my day. But I I want, I wish death on that person. And so it doesn't surprise me that there's been the backlash there has. I think as British people, we have got some weird, like, fascination with queuing. Yeah. And I do understand that. It's like when you're an Audi or a Lidl and they keep as little queues open as possible, mm. and then you're there with a little basket, hoping that the person with a dock-off trolley in front of you will go, it's all right, you go in front. Yeah. Oh, no, are you sure? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Oh, I don't want to be... But then if they open another till, and you're like, oh, well, I'm I'm not... I haven't got anything on the conveyor belt. I've been queuing here for a while. I should go for... No, some other fucker with a trolley comes through. Fuck you, you little bastard. Yeah. My time. Oh, 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 I'm just going to stand there and not actually do anything about it. Whatever. <laughs> It's like that, but imagine, but swap little for I don't know a queen's corpse. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> were you very much like fuck the royal family? Fuck, do you know what I mean? Just I I don't know how I because I wasn't. I was really indifferent about it, and I think it was because I was so like 
the bra Bernie bit of me was like, mm. she was actually a really inspirational figure for a lot of women of a time um, to be in that position of power. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, yeah. but like, I didn't feel an incessant need to go on any form of social media and put like, it's just a woman. No one cries over our nans. Um, I just sort of was like, oh, it's a shame and it's sad and it's history and it's all we've ever known. But Mm. I didn't feel very political about it. I mean, I was, I was, as I said, I was working on Deliveroo when the Queen died and boy, howdy, did I make a fuck ton of money that night because so many people had obviously been glued to the TV screens yeah. waiting for the inevitable. Obviously, no one had been like, oh, shit, we haven't made dinner. Oh, the Queen's died. Get the fucking Nando's <laughs> in. Here we go. I They put a fee boost on, like, oh not God. long after she died. I think maybe Deliveroo. Maybe they knew. Because mm. the fee boost came on about five minutes after it had been announced she died. Yeah. And then I, I was out for... Insider fucking, knowledge. Yeah. I was out <laughs> for ages. I made quite... I made a fair bit of money in only a few hours. And I was like, this is great. Not for, not for the people, who, not for the Queen and everything, but, you know, I was like, oh, fantastic. And I got, I got a few tips as well. Oh, wow. And I, and, you know, and I remember going up to one house delivering, oh, I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was Five Guys, that classic British cuisine of Five Guys burgers. <laughs> um, and, you Very know. Very patriotic. <laughs> and I handed the order and the guy, you know, um, he said, oh, thank you so much, as if I'd done a really big service. I'm just, li- I'm just doing a job, man. And he um, gave me, like, a, a big old wadge of coins oh. and I, as, like, a tip and, like, pound coins and everything. I was like, oh, thank you so much. It's really kind. It's obviously because the Queen says, I was trying to get rid of the old coins because the Prince Charles ones <laughs> were coming out of the King Charles ones. <laughs> yeah. Was- get rid of the old copper. There we go. We don't need this anymore. She's gone. <laughs> I mean, what did they say? The amount of things I saw. Well, there's enough Charlie on all the notes already. I don't think we need to swap. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Queen's dead. Long live the King. King Charles. Shut up. You sound like Nigel Farage. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I thought that was so insensitive. Like, and what a fucking misogynist. I mean, of course. But he, the, the only thing, like, literally maybe a minute after it was announced, TikTok of him. But now we have the queen the is king. dead. Long live the king! I was like, it's like, and now we have a king. So weird. Why is Nigel? Why are politicians on TikTok? Fuck knows. Did you hear about Matt Hancock? That's going to age this. Uh, will it age it? Possibly. Matt Hancock is going to be on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. Has he said yes? He's been going. It's rid a definite. Of his... It's a definite. He's on it. Oh, but wow. he's going to be one of these. Um, what is he? Whip. He's been whipped. Unwhipped, hasn't he? Yeah, he's lost the Tory De-whip. whip. He's been de- he's been de-whipped. Oh, sorry, I just squeaked. It's like that was the chair, not you. <laughs> he's been de- he's lost the Tory whip. Um, <laughs> well, she likes the Tory whip, doesn't I he? Bet he does. When he's cheating on his wife, got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's one of the he's not like the main campmates, but he's one of those ones that joins partway through. Oh, uh, so him and Sean Walsh, the Ian Beale of this year. <laughs> the Ian Beale. Oh, did he? Did, Adam yeah. would yet do that. Yeah, I think something. he came later on. I haven't watched I'm a Celebrity in donkey's years, mm. but I'm kind of tempted to watch Matt Hancock eat kangaroo testicles. Oh, can you imagine what people will he vote will be voted for every single trial? They'll be like, right, here we go. 
ITV are going to make so much money because so many people are going to call in and be like, yeah. where's my Hancock? There he is. Right, vote him in for this. <laughs> I love it. It just seems like, but he's still a member of parliament. I know. Like, he's still got his own constituency to, you know, be dealing mm. with. But he'll be paid a fucking fortune to do this. Mm. What a dickhead. What an absolute dick. Why is he doing this? Yeah. He's got a responsibility. It's not like the, the other celebrity coming in midway through is Sean Walsh. He's got now to do. Yeah. So it's not like he's got, you know, responsibilities and stuff like that. Matt Hancock does. Mm. Even though he's not a minister anymore. Um, it's just like... But you've got responsibilities. You've got, you know, people who are relying on you and you're just off fucking around in the jungle eating, you know, yeah. various anatomy of various creatures from the outback. Or Is it he even doesn't... In, in the outback anymore? Uh, it was in a castle oh, yeah. a few years ago. Back in a castle. I don't know whether... I oh, know. I think there is in Australia again this year. Oh, okay. Maybe Could be wrong. I feel there. like I saw that something about Boy George being jetted out to Australia and... Several Boy others. George, isn't it? Mm. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was dead. No. Oh, that's no, I'm thinking Pete George Burns. Michael. Oh, no, fine, Pete yeah. Burns. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> God, got there in the end. <laughs> so, Boy George is probably their biggest. Their biggest yeah. one. Yeah. Showing a lot. Who else is in it? In the jungle? You say that about Boy George. What's Boy what George wear done? On his hat, though. Huh? On his hat. <laughs> on what he'll wear on his head. Because he won't be able to have his big hats, will he? They wear hats in the jungle. They wear, like, you know, Australian oh, hats. Yeah, they wear, like. I think. Australian hat. Australian hat. Right, you big racist. <laughs> <laughs> With the corks hanging. From them. <laughs> just swinging just, around. Yeah, a little scarf or something. I don't know. Bandana. Because they have those like camo bandanas, yeah. don't they? I think I might watch it this year. Hmm. Interesting. But Matt Hancock, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Just the same as the rest of them. They don't give a shit. He'll still get paid for being an MP and he'll get paid the... Hundreds of thousands for, you know, Fuck being in the yeah. jungle and stuff like Fucking that. Fucking idiot. I gasped then at the amount I found out that, is it right, Liz Truss, the fucking Who? silly bin? Uh, the same Who's Liz Truss? No. I wish I knew. In Sorry, Liz- I blinked and then I, I missed a prime minister, apparently. <laughs> I blinked and the lettuce didn't go off. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, she's, at having had been prime minister... You are paid a stupid amount of money just for the rest of your life. 115 grand a year. Is she still getting that? Yeah, I think so. What? Why? She's fuck all. It's disgusting. Like it's the first few weeks. Disgusting. The first few weeks of her premiership, she didn't do anything because we were in a state of mourning for the queen that she yeah, killed. No. <laughs> There's Saturday that video night. of her being like when she was a Lib Dem back in the day, being like anti-monarchy. Then she meets the queen, and then suddenly the queen dies. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't she have to do anything for the first two weeks? Oh no. And then the next four weeks, she fucked everything up so much so that she was our shortest running. PM. What was the one after that? He died, didn't he? Who died? The last shortest, or like the the, oh. the shortest running previous to her, obviously. Yeah, was someone died? that died. I don't know. I can't we didn't learn that in history. We didn't <laughs> about the war. That's it, actually. The Queen dying thing is like, I think there was people that maybe wouldn't have called themselves royalists, but kind of did the queuing because they felt like they were experiencing like or living history. We've just done that in the last fucking two years sitting in your home, so but I don't understand. You don't you didn't need to queue. It was being live streamed. You could watch it on your telly. <laughs> Why waste your time queuing? Yeah. So just on the telly. I find that a bit macabre. Like it's just it just seems so 
I don't know, not the done thing. Like, I mean, when do you get to see... When you go to a funeral, the coffin's there, isn't it? Yeah. And then it gets lowered down into the pit of fire or taken off to a hole in the ground. Um, (laughs) I think. I think. I don't actually know. They normally shut the curtains, don't they? You don't actually see it go up in flames. No. But if if, if the coffin's buried... Mm -hmm. You didn't just sing that, did you? <laughs> but I think if, like, if you're outside, you do get it, see it lowered down? Or are you just going from films and oh, TV no, shows? Oh, no, yeah. I think if it's a burial, then you yeah. definitely get it. See, get it? Oh, I fucking know. Have you ever seen any of those videos on TikTok where there's, like, these traveller communities and they're all sat round and they're literally sat on the edge of the hole in the ground and the coffins in the ground and they're all like singing kumbaya or something it's fucking bizarre no oh (laughs) well that's the end of that conversation yeah right then mate after the same again thank you for putting your can on my laptop you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) there's a fucking coaster anyway oh well thanks that's right have you seen any films recently um, yes. I, Hannah and I took my sister to see Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Okay. And it was really good. <laughs> Ooh, I'm interested. Is it animated? No, it's, um, well, it's not re. It, it is good. It wasn't like the best thing I've ever seen. But of all the films I've seen in the cinema, apart, f- it's my second favourite film I've seen in the cinema this year. And I've only been to the cinema four times. Ooh. Once, oh no, five times. Third favourite there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than Thor, Love and Thunder and Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the one where Shawn Mendes is the voice of a singing CGI crocodile. Okay. That Javier Bardem's character finds in a shop and then they sing some songs. And it was actually quite sweet. Oh. There you go. Did you cry? Uh, I didn't, but Hannah cried three times. Oh, <laughs> well, I've got to see it then because I love a cry fest. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know whether it's just films bring out this like infantile, I don't know, whatever in me, but I feel like I just gel better with a kid's film. I think it's my wanting to go to sleep in the dark, dark, serious shit. I've kind of been like, I don't know. I've not really, been able to, I've not really seen that many films this year. And like, maybe it's because of like, you know, money and stuff. And it's like, I don't want to spend money in case it's bad or... I don't, mm. I've just not seen that many films this year. I've mostly seen TV series. Yeah. But like, film-wise, I know no, I know some of the film snobs out there will be like, oh, streaming is killing cinema. I mean, if it's more accessible, I'll mm. watch it rather than having to find the time to go to the cinema and pay money and yada yada. Whereas if it's on a streaming service, it's easier to watch. Why do you think you found that easier before COVID? Is it just getting out of the, the habit, do you think? I mean, obviously your your income situation was different. Mm. But... Um, um, yeah. I don't know. Because uh, that was such a regular thing for you, wasn't it? I think because I haven't... I didn't really go to... The, when, when COVID hit in 2020, couldn't remember then, I obviously didn't go to the cinema that much. And then I went... Oh, God, there's people walking past being <laughs> loud. Fuck off. We're trying to record a podcast, you little scrotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't tw- wait for you to have kids and I get to call it a little scrote now. 
like 2020, I went to cinema quite a lot before COVID hit. And then, obviously, cinemas shut down for ages. Uh, I made a point of going when the new Christopher Nolan film came out, Tenet, because I was like, I really want to see that. I've got to see it on the big screen. Oh, my mm. God, it's amazing. And it was it was brilliant. Such a good experience. And then 2021, obviously, things were a bit up and down, up and down. So it was kind of like everything was coming... Everything came to streaming or on demand a lot quicker than before COVID. Mm. So it's almost like... I love going to cinema and I still do, but it's like, it's got to be worth it to have to take time out to go and pay to see it and all that, all that jazz. I wonder what that's done to cinema as it, as was, because for me, like knowing you before, only ever so slightly, obviously, Mm. um, I feel like you were like... Oh my God, yeah. mm. We met... The year before COVID. It seems like we've known each other longer. Yeah, I know. But then that feels like it's just taken up. Weirdly, I feel like we're the closest to being... It's still around. It's still around, but it's literally... Nah, it stopped. COVID's gone. It's, it doesn't exist anymore, Scott. You know, somebody came in the other day <laughs> and was like, do you um do you take car- uh, do you take cash? And I was like, no, unfortunately, we're all like, we're a cashless venue. Yeah. And they were like, of course you are. Right, great. So, why? I was like... Well, it came... Jesus Christ. God. Youths. Youths. Youths bagging bins outside. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they were like, why? I was like, well, they bought it in with COVID. It's actually a safety risk because somebody can come in and try and rob you when you've got cash, Mm. whereas they can't when it's only card payments. Um, And you don't have to cash up at the end of a shift, so they don't have to pay us for as long, all of those sorts of things, I suppose. No, a robber comes in with a contact list. Right, give us all your money. Just tap your card against this. (laughs) Um, But I don't don't know, because I never worked there in the time that it was cash as well. Mm. Um, And they were like, well, that's all done with now. That's all over with now. I was like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) It's not. It will never be over with. I can imagine you actually just went, oh, fuck off while you're working at the box office. Quite tempted. You might lose um, your job, though. Mm, Actually, no, I feel like they'd stick by you and go, yeah, all right, you, you pissed Scarlet off, so sorry. <laughs> um, but Fuck yeah, off. For you, I, I don't know, I'm just curious to know what that's done to the cinema world, because I probably go still, on average, as little as I always did, mm. whereas you have decreased the amount you go probably by double. Yeah, I mean, I've gone to see, like, the big blockbusters, mm. but then I guess that's what's on at, like the the more independent films or the more what Hannah would refer to them as more Oscar-y type affair, yeah, don't really get shown as much in the cinema. Maybe that's because of the industry, because everything's Disney and all that jazz. Um, mm. It's like it's got to be worth to see it on the big screen mm. type thing. Maybe maybe when I'm um, working Lapland and that first Lapland paycheck comes in. Um, <laughs> on my days off I'll be like right cinema all the Oscar films and all that but then I'll probably go and just see Black Panther and Avatar which I don't know I don't know I feel like a lot of that stuff comes out on Netflix and Amazon Prime like all the more serious films but I'm just kind of like uh, after a long ass day of working or working yeah. nights and stuff I'm like I just want to watch something easy I yeah. don't know but I've mostly watched TV shows and there's been some Good TV shows this year. Hello, Gia. So you woken up. I, I'm curious to know whether you've seen it. Jeffrey Dahmer? Or Dahmer? 
what the fuck is the name of that show? Dharma, monster, yeah. Jeffrey Dharma story, the story of Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dharma, bloody, <laughs> I don't know, that, that, yeah, I have seen it. What did you think? Um, I thought the series wanted to tell multiple, it was like, do we focus on Jeffrey Dharma? Do we focus on the dad? Do we focus on the victims? Do we focus on the neighbour? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's do all of it. Yeah. I think Evan Peters, fuck me, what an actor. He is mm. so good. Just think about some of the other performances Evan Peters has done that shows what a good actor he is. Like, think the fact that he's Quicksilver in the X-Men films. Mm-hmm. And then he's Jeffrey Dahmer. That is a really good performance. But I think the show overall was a bit muddled. Fine, okay. I, I enjoyed it on the surface. You enjoyed somebody- it? You enjoyed a show about a serial killer yeah, eating fucking okay. people. Sick. You disgust me, Scarlett. <laughs> oh, this is great fun. Yeah, go on, Jeffrey. He's knocked on the door. Get him back in. <laughs> Heat up the fryer. <laughs> well, not being somebody that's that big a fan of things that are a bit horror, gory, scary, I was expecting it was going to be that. I, I thought it was going to be American Horror Story Offspin. Oh, spin off. Off spin. Off spin. <laughs> Good. I've only had one drink. Um <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't. There was sort of there was more to it. I felt mm. such great satisfaction for not being fucking on the edge of the cliff of will they get him, won't they? You yeah. knew from you the get go. Yeah. I loved that. I you never get that. Even fucking mm. soap operas keep you waiting like fucking six months before the, the criminal is gotten. <laughs> um Speaking of soap operas. Oh. Oh. Go on. Speaking of soap operas, have you seen like some behind the scenes images have leaked of like Danny Dyer's potential exit from the show? Oh, no, I haven't. There's images. Why did I say like I'm a Welsh person? Oh, no, I haven't. It was all really singy. Silly bitch. You say Welsh. <laughs> well, that didn't sound well. But like Danny Dyer's exit from the show, mm. there are scenes with him. And Charlie Brooks oh, yeah. filmed on a cliff edge. We fucking called it. <gasps> Do you remember when we interviewed Charlie Brooks and we were like, so Danny Dyer's exit, have you filmed anything with you and him by a cliff edge? Fucking knew it. He's going to bury it down the hill. Maybe. Well, maybe she will. And that's why she's exiting because that's all over our social media. Oh yeah, she's exiting as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll go together. Ta-da! From roly-poly, off we go. <laughs> um, but is she exiting, exiting? I haven't watched Stenders in a while, so I don't know what's going I on. I think so. She's put a lot of posts up about, like, like um, I'm off again. It's been a great time. Well, she's, she's about to embark on a theatrical tour. Mm. Ah, that's something else. She always said she loves theatre and looking for that good script, and now she's going out on tour. Mm. I feel like we got some exclusives on the show. Yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but it felt like she was only very freshly back on Square, so... So much in the pipeline. Christ, can we get some work like that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like maybe EastEnders should do a storyline where you get like true crime podcasters. Yeah. Male and female. Who come on to do like a true crime series. Imagine that, doing a true crime podcast series in universe about Albert Square. You'd have fucking years of stuff. It's like, right, where do we start? How many bodies are buried under the square? Fucking hell. We talk about cinema, TV, Dharma, Danny diving, kicked off a cliff. The Watcher. Uh, I've heard of that, but I've not seen it. Oh, don't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, I've it's... heard it's based on a true story about some people that move into a house, but there's someone watching that house, and they send them letters going, "I'm watching you," 
and then they move out. That's all I know about it. It's and I'm like, like this. that sounds really shit. I am the watcher. It's this weird fucking like Siri kind of voice. Okay. Um as, as they read out the letter each time. But I mean, you're like you're hooked. You are hooked, line, tinkery, all that shit. But the ending is is very open, almost like, do we do another series? Well, they can't, surely, unless it's all, I don't know, dramatic license, whatever the word is. Is it dramatic license? What I, they I don't know what you're referring to. So. You know, like when they, when they falsify stuff for the sake of the entertainment of the, the show. Oh, okay. Like um, Jeffrey Dahmer supposedly being invested in taxidermy from a young age. That was bullshit. Oh, was it? Yeah, it wasn't true. I see. I didn't know, and I didn't really know much about. Jeff- I knew who Jeffrey Dahmer was, and mm. like his nicknames, like the, um, the cannibal nicknames and stuff like that. But I didn't know the full backstory. But then I guess with anything with TV shows, you have to take it with a pinch of salt. It's like with The Crown; they're always banging on about The Crown's fiction, but it's based on reality and shit like that. Mm. Which every time, like the royal family or Buckingham Palace, put out a statement condemning The Crown, and then Netflix having to double down and go, "No, no, it's fiction," it makes me think that they're hitting the nail on the head a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. That you have to really point out, no, no, this wasn't what we did, yada, yada, yada. But they're talking about the Diana stuff. That's a creaky (laughs) shit. Pardon me. Which makes me think that the crown is actually more realistic than it's letting on. It's Mm. the fact that everyone's panicking. Yeah. And stuff like that. True. I don't know. They'll surely run out of content though with the crown because they're sort of like, what, at the 80s? No. I think the next series, it's Imelda Staunton as the Queen and it's dealing with Diana's death in the late 90s. Right, fine. Oh, yeah, because she only died the year before I was born, didn't she? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Talking about, like, you know, remember you were in the Queen? I remember when I was when Diana died. You weren't around. No, I was not Fucking birthed. Fucking hell! Mm. Like, even as a kid, I knew who... As a kid, like, I didn't know much about the royal... And you know, there's a Queen and all that lot. But Diana was like... Oh, just, you know, an incredible icon and figure and stuff. And then when you get older, you look back and go, realise the royal family fucked her over Mm. and killed her. What? You'd like to. (laughs) What did did you just say? Oh, Oh. Diana. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think she was fit? I was like six. Oh, fine. Okay, sorry. I'm not that much older, for fuck's sake, Scarlett. What do you think I was a randy teenager in late nights going, oh, another bit of Diana. Suck on mum. Suck on them, my (laughs) chap. Would one partake in the sucking of them? (laughs) Mine, Chave. Mine, Chave. Thy, (laughs) Chave. Another drink for your love. Cheers. Cheers. Oh shit, yeah, what, what are you bloody drinking? <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's a hard seltzer. Sparkling water with alcohol, cherry acai flavour, but I did have a tropical mango and there's various flavours. Very Ooh, nice. That sounds like such a Tory drink, Scarlett. Mm. I'm drinking Carlsberg. <laughs> and that doesn't. Carlsberg <laughs> is a Tory? No. Isn't Tory or is? Isn't? No, definitely not. That doesn't sound like a Tory drink. Oh, but I thought you were saying that. Oh, and that doesn't. Oh, no, sorry. No, no, no. Here's some ASMR. Love it. There we go. Come on, creeps on the internet. Pay us for that. (laughs) I'll rub my feet on the Yeti if I must. (laughs) Don't do that. 
Oh, well, thought I'd have to um, sell. No, thought I would have to succumb to to feet picks once more when Pygmalion got pulled. Yes, so this is a very sad thing that happened. Obviously, Black Box Theatre Company's production of Pygmalion, a new production of Pygmalion where you were going to be the star, the lead. Mm -hmm. You were going to be Liza, um, unfortunately, had to be cancelled. Yeah, theatre industry. Well, the theatre industry for smaller independent theatre companies is shit at the moment. The big boys, the big boys in London, like your big West End theatres, will always be fine because they will have funding pumped to them no matter what. They'll be pumped more times than... Oh, I thought of something really horrid, but I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Involving Prince Andrew. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I just don't get it. I don't get, like, what the, the, the hoops you have to jump through. I mean... You in particular, like, it's opposite ends of the spectrum for mm. Gamma Ray and Black Box. Like, it's new writing. It's, yeah. I don't know, it's progressive, it's liberal, it's, like, okay, it's <laughs> reinventing old tales to some extent. Mm. It, and that's a similarity. But yours is completely brand new. It's taking history and warping it and making it yeah. into something sort of funny and... Like, look at yourselves. But I mean, we always knew with Gamma Ray Theatre, with, you know, my show, Aop Hitler, we knew that was quite, a, you know, a controversial subject matter. Getting government funding would be quite difficult. Mm. But for Black Box Theatre, where, you know, their whole MO is to take professional theatre to rural communities, to bring theatre to, you know, people who wouldn't have the chance to go and see professional theatre suddenly it's there for them to experience. Mm. You know, giving people the experience of, you know, the highest quality of theatre without them having to travel all the way up to fucking London and stuff. And yet, obviously, I don't know what's changed in the past Mm. year, it seems. The Arts Council's just going, nah, you're not... You're not. Um, I think, basically... You're not part of our target or our aim or... um, Yeah, who cares? It's it's got to be so, so diverse... So achieving box ticking, yeah. I mean, for those for anyone that's tried to fill out an application on the Arts Council, you know, you've got that thing of does your show direct is your show directly aimed at people who are an ethnic minority? Is your show directly aimed at people that identify as LGBTQ? Is your show directly aimed at people that are working class? This whole thing of like, well, yes, the show's meant for everyone. It's not meant for just one group. It's meant for Mm. everyone. But apparently that's not what the Arts Council want. The Arts Council want you to have a show that is directly aimed at one specific group of people. Mm. But surely for theatre should be aimed at everyone and should bring everyone together and be inclusive towards everyone, regardless of how you identify or what background you are or Mm. everything like that. I don't get it. I don't think I ever will. No, but it was a apt. It was so. It was heartbreaking to hear that Pygmalion, and it was a new production. It was a new adaptation. Yeah. Chris had written the script, and it was a good script as well. Mm. And yeah, it was really sad to hear that he wasn't able to do it because without Arts Council funding, he was he's looking down the barrel of an eight grand loss or something, wasn't he? So yeah, of his own money, and it's like, especially mm. considering this year he'd done bouncers which didn't get Arts Council funding, so he had to self-fund that. We're still dealing with the whole 
post-COVID thing of people not going to the theatre. And that's the thing as well. It's like when COVID was happening, there was this like, oh, oh, I really miss going to the theatre. Really miss being able to go out and do stuff. And then when it's there, it's like, yeah, I don't really want to. I'm not going to lie. It's I blame much... all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all the audiences out there. It's all your fucking fault. It's fairly, and I'm not going to point finger at you, but it's reminiscent of the at fact me. that people's lifestyles and oh no, it is my fault. Situations have changed. Just <laughs> yeah. the same as you can't frequent the cinema as much as you would have done mm. beforehand. People have just got out of the habit. They found they've made their own entertainment. They've streamed, they've done this, they've done that. And staying at home is just less hassle because A, you aren't going to catch fuck all that will stop you from earning any money and B, it's it's cheaper. It, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. so accessible now from your sofa that people So when you when you asked me about the point. cinema stuff, were you intending to catch me out? No, <laughs> absolutely about this not. Go, I'll fucking catch him out and he's whinging about this stuff. It's like, ha you did yeah. it as well. <laughs> You're guilty. <laughs> we all are. We all are. There's no one person to blame for it. It's sad. I think um, our tour of Blythe Spirit was sort of so perfectly timed in that yeah. people were desperate for something besides Netflix mm. and or Disney+. Plus. We, and, and then at the same time, West End Theatre was getting pulled left, right and centre for whatever reason our bubble stayed so close and risk-free and nobody caught it Mm. and we were all being very careful so for those that don't know this was with black box theater company we did blythe spirit summer of 2021 or spring to summer of 2021 it was one of the first in the south of england in like hampshire area one of the only shows on yeah. At the time when they were still... It wasn't locked down. No, we but were it was, still wearing masks, weren't we? There were still a load of restrictions, but we were doing outdoor theatre. One of the only you know, example, companies doing it. we could it. work together in yes. an enclosed space, but we yeah. couldn't go to the pub together and all sit oh, on the God. same table. Do you remember, like, after... um, um, I think it was, like, the first week of rehearsals mm. when Chris was like, oh, let's all go to the pub. And then I had to message going... There's more than six of us. We can't. And he's like, mm. oh shit, we can't all we, go. Yeah. And just like, oh fuck, we can't do it. At that, at that moment. Like, well, at you the had start to sit muscles. outside, didn't you? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. You can, if, yeah. It was, it was a very bizarre time. It was. I don't miss having to analyse every fucking aspect of your life. I, I was so, like, I ended up feeling so dumb with that. And I think I probably mm. pursued it for a lot longer than most people. But yeah, I really like the, the grey hairs aren't coming through quite so quickly now, which is nice. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> in twenty twenty one, it was a novelty, whereas yeah. this year now suddenly things it's start normal getting again. It's normal, and people are like, eh, "Yeah, I could save money by sitting at home and not going." Yeah, which is sad because it's not fucking expensive. No, that's the thing with like it's a packet of fags these days. Do you know what I mean? Like that is what it's worth. Yeah, it's. But then again, it's like the thing we talked about um, on the previous episode about shows in the West End being, you know, hundreds of pounds. Mm. People are going to see that because of the snob factor. Yeah. And then I remember, I, you know, we've spoken about ticket prices for Up Hitler and also I've chatted with Chris about it for Black Box shows. And it's like, do we raise the prices? 
because it will be more appealing, but then that eliminates other people in, who mm. could come and see it if it's cheap. And uh, 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 what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What do we do? Come and see our shows, for fuck's sake. <laughs> There's no answer, is there, unfortunately? No. And then I sort of think to myself, had, had Pygmalion got funding, would people have thought they could have afforded to come and see it anyway? Mm. I mean, at least it wouldn't have been a loss, but I don't know whether it would have made much money because yeah. everyone is either sort of in preparation or has already started tightening their belts for fear of what's to come in terms of the cost of living. Yeah, and the whole cost of living thing. And there's, I mean, you know, obviously COVID is still around. Are people mm. are worrying we'll get a repeat of last winter? Yeah. Where it all went a bit tits up? Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember last Christmas I was working Lapland UK and mask restrictions and social distancing was reintroduced. But then hearing literally every other day of a West End show having to be shut down yeah. because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like if these, these the, the big boys in London can't get a lid on it, what hope is there for everyone else? True. And people at Lapland were... Um, dropping like flies because of COVID and everything and mm. trying to keep a hold in that and uh, it was I don't know how you've managed to dodge it ever since you've only had it the once haven't you and that was pretty early on I had it in um, New Year's 2021 but I mm. caught it at the end of tw- tail end of 2020 I mean I might have had it in 2020 when Hannah well Hannah's had it three times of course she has <laughs> <laughs> If if anyone can get an illness multiple times, it would be Hannah. Um, <laughs> but when she got it in... Fuck, when, when did she get it the third time? Was that this year? Oh, God, I can't remember. Must have been. I don't remember. It must have been this year. From it, though, and having seen you, must have been springtime. Springtime with oh. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. My my heads are going to explode. Before I can't February, remember. So much has happened. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Another one for you, miss. It's been a bizarre two years. But in those two years, to bring it back around, you've all been entertained by a wonderful podcast who called two actors walking to a bar. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, two years of the podcast, that's pretty nuts. That is nuts. Yeah. And we've had over 30, 40 episodes? 30 episodes. 40? Oh, fuck, I don't know. No, I think this is 40. Is this the 40th? Is this 40th episode? Wowee, 40 episodes. Can you bloody believe it? Yeah, there you go. You said yeah. No, you shouldn't be able to believe it. I can't believe it. Okay, I can't believe it then. I don't know. I can't believe I spent so much time talking to you. (laughs) 40 episodes. What a waste of my life. Oh, thanks very much, Scarlett. (laughs) Well, that's the end of the podcast then. (laughs) (laughs) The twilight hours. You are seeing it now. Oh, hearing it. And what else have we talked about in this podcast? Fucking so much that sometimes I'm like... Fuck all, really. if If I say this, have I said this before? Isn't that bad? Said what before? I don't know, like, sometimes I'll go to say something. I know, we have had moments... I might have said that before. We have had moments where I've had to edit out you rolling down the stairs at Sonic the Hedgehog because we've said it twice before Mm. already. Have you had any sort of, like, poo experiences recently? What? Any unusual poo experiences? No. 
I'm going to repeat myself, I'm sure. But did I tell you about the Nike shop in Gunworth? I feel like this is the story that you have told on the podcast. <sighs> but there, bear in mind, we've recorded 40 episodes. So, and sometimes I can't... Cut me some slack. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you have told this story. Yeah. I so, people listening, if you want to hear the Nike poo story, I can't remember what episode it's in. But go back. You're going to have to go back <laughs> all of the episodes and find out which one it is. <laughs> I feel like I had a recent poo story. Jesus Christ. Let me have a little think. I feel like you should tell the chitty chitty bang bang story. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, in recent time, we... One thing, it's really good to cover your mouth with your hand when you're oh, talking to a microphone yeah, for duh. a podcast. Silly old oh, me. You've heard of lamps by now, where oh. are you? Oh, Batman, you have no permission to die. That was a, that was referencing 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 the Dark Knight Rises, which is the Batman film. You've Scarlet. got a new jumper on, haven't you? I've never witnessed you in this little mauve number before. Or is it pink? I cannot tell. I think this is the jumper I wore for the last recording. No, nope. is it not? What did nope. I wear for that one? You had shorts on and and maybe a t-shirt with dolphins on. No, that's your shorts. That's the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't new, um, but... You wouldn't have been wearing that when it was fucking 30 degree heat, would you, you mad bastard? When did we record last? Oh, was it? it was in summer, wasn't it? Yeah. This is great content. It's all staying I here. know. I'm sure everybody cares. Anyway, tell us a chitty chitty... Bleh, chitty chitty... Ba- it's really hard to say chitty chitty... It's a good job. You didn't have my lines in Bouncers, isn't it? <laughs> so, basically... Um, we need to talk about the bouncers bit yeah, for this. Yeah. Fine. There was a there was a, a scene where David and I were in a, a an oldie style video shop, and he was asking for blueies, which are erotic or disgusting, whatever you prefer to describe them as. Films that not weren't an, allowed. Not an Australian kids cartoon about a dog. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> that was poor. Poor choices. Um, is Poor it, choices. Is it? Or is it? Is it Australian or is it new? It's Australian, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, Louis. it sounds like it is. But I was thinking about Bowman asks when you when you go to him in his little outhouse in his little outhouse in his little like <laughs> outdoors house thing that Jordan built him Wendy House. I don't know whatever you call him now. So there must be a it makes it sound like we all go there. A gender fluid name for a Wendy House now. <laughs> Name for a house. Um, a house. Yeah, one of those. Um, so you go out to his little <laughs> house and you go, can I have an ice cream? And he goes, here you go, that'll be many bucks. And apparently he's got that from Bluey. Oh. What the fuck do Australians use for money? Dollars. Dollary dudes. Yeah, no. so it must be... Dollars. It's dollars. I was taking the piss. So they must be set in New Zealand then because they use bucks. Yeah, but bucks are is dollars. dollars. Oh, yeah. So he's asking for dodgy videos, basically, in this video shop, which they couldn't put in, on... In the show Bouncers, not your yeah. nephew. Or his ice cream shop. No, his house, whatever. Wendy Bowman house. Um, <laughs> so you you would come in and say... Yes. Have you got anything a bit blue? Any video nasties. That's it. Video yeah. nasties. So fine. Okay. And then I would reel off a list of them. So there was a slightly different version of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And recently, <clears throat> the theatre that I work at have started putting a show on sale called 
Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, of course. Duh. Might have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Flying car. Uh, and so <laughs> when I rang said customer to let them know that, that they had tickets for said show, I I called them and <laughs> I was getting the dial-in tone, you know. And then it goes to voicemail. <laughs> the telling of the story is so brilliant. <laughs> You've got sound effects and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to voicemail, so they're like... But that more sounded like a mobile phone vibrating. Oh, fine, okay. Right. Well, whatever, David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, they don't answer the phone. The person you have tried to call is currently unavailable. If you'd like to leave a message, then please do that after the tone. I don't know. Whatever the fuck <laughs> you it had says. it. You were so good until yeah, that point. Yeah, fine. I was about um, to say you're available for all voiceover work, but yeah, I don't know now. <laughs> so just fucking uh, after the tone, just just leave a message. I don't fucking care. <laughs> so I leave a message or start to leave a message. Say hello there. This is the theatre. Um, I'm calling to let you know. Blah blah blah. And then the phone picks up. Which which catches me quite unaware because I'm like okay shit they've been listening to me on their answer machine like talking out loud into their living room because um, I could tell because it was a landline number yeah and they're like hello I'm like hello there sir I'm just calling from the theatre um, <laughs> and and they're like yes I'm like well I'm just calling to let you know about your your theatre tickets here of for chitty chitty I didn't get to that part. He cut me off. He said, I haven't got any tickets for your theatre. I don't know why you're calling me. You keep calling me. And I'm like, oh, oh no. And then I say, well, you were originally booked onto X, Y, and Z. And and the show has been announced now. And the show that you will be coming to is Chitty Chitty Gang Bang. <laughs> I already knew the story, but it's still really funny. <laughs> you just said to some bad guy. Chitty, chitty, gang bang. Chitty, so chitty, I look round the box And office. then he woke up and went, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got tickets, but I'd like some. Um, <laughs> so basically, he was, fortunately, he was too pissed off about the fact that somebody had given his phone number for their account. And it wasn't yeah. actually his tickets. This person had given a false, or not, sort of not intentionally, but had obviously put in their contact details wrong, mm. and and that wasn't their landline number. Yeah. So he had no tickets for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Gang Bang or otherwise, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was too focused on the fact that he thought I he just wanted his number off of our system basically, but. The rest of my colleagues' chins just hit the fucking floor <laughs> when I have said to a customer, hey, you've got tickets for Chitty Chitty Gang Bang. <laughs> All because, looping back now, when I read out the list of video nasties I had available for David's character in Bouncers, one of them was Chitty Chitty Gang Bang. And that and is just... When- when you had to say that, you did a little motion of like a flying kind of going, chitty chitty gang bang. <laughs> and now... I really hope that you did that motion like, hello, say, what tickets for? Chitty chitty gang bang. <laughs> <laughs> and I now feel like, I don't know whether he even, the penny dropped. Hopefully he's listening to this. I'm really sorry he won't be. Um, <laughs> you never know. But Strange I do sort of, happened. well... 
very true. Um, I just couldn't believe it because Chitty Chitty Gangbang is so ingrained in my mind because you learn it and you say yeah. it over and over and over and over. And now Bang Bang is like, I have to think about it. Every person I rung after that, because I literally thought, well, this is me. This is the end. Like, I'm getting the sack. And, and he was like, he just didn't even twig that yeah. what was what I'd said so fortunately because like I say that could have been for G- me G- 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 what? yeah I mean well blimey all the tickets would sell if, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah I'm mean, crazy 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 and then every person I rung after that your tickets for chitty chitty bang <laughs> bang so I probably sounded like I had something a bit bizarre who's this fucking me? robot ringing me yeah <laughs> Literally. Uh, hi, and the watcher. I'm telling you you have tickets for chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> brackets. Not gang bang. Brackets. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I stroked your leg then. That's all right. quite all right, darling. <laughs> playing footsie with me during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was nice. That wasn't. He's just, okay. Anyway, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> That's last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. My God, it's time to say goodbye, my sweetums. I've only got through two drinks. What am I going to do? I've got nothing. I'll just take a bite with me. Just drink them and talk like normal people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> forgot about that. You can only drink with you when there's a microphone in between us. It's like when we're in the pub and it's like, oh, fuck, there's no podcast going on. What do we do? Oh, you have to talk. Uh, I don't know. And we've got this into a bad habit of, because actually now our recording is much more sporadic. Yes. So when we, we see each other, we have to be like, oh, do I want to tell you this now? <laughs> no, I'll save it for the podcast. Oh, well, that was like bad sex, wasn't it? What? Is that it? <laughs> I've never had it myself. I don't know about you, but like what, bad sex. Yeah, I've never had a is that it moment, but I hear people do. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well done, Liam. Try the end. Brilliant stuff. Well, that's the end of our two-year anniversary special. Yes. We talked about everything. Mm. We covered it all. Everything. And anything and something in between. Are we going to do an end, a Christmas slash end of year special? If I must. Maybe. Who knows? There'll be an end of year episode. Or maybe there won't be. Stay tuned. You, here's the thing. The only way to ensure that there will be an end of year episode is that all of you listening right now has to subscribe to us on mm. every podcast platform <laughs> and follow us on every social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, we're not on it. TikTok, we're not on it yet either. But LinkedIn, Bebo, that's coming back. Bebo? That's coming back. I'm amazed you know what Bebo is. Yeah. Well, that was before your time. Well, it was. Before but... your birth. <laughs> before I crowned. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the Queen of England. <laughs> right, we're ending it on that. Bye, everyone. Thank you for... Thank you. Oh, shit. Yeah, we should probably say thank you for listening to us for two years. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you've done it, but but fine. And I mean, you've all gone through such huge 
fucking life things I expect that we know nothing about. So sure, give us an email. Like I'd like to know. Yeah, I, I have nothing. Email us. Join the fucking several junk email senders that we've got. I don't know if someone's given away our address or if like spammers have found it online, but my god, the amount of emails we get of like you moaned about me signing up to Uber. Jesus. Oh, we still get them. We still get Scarlett. Your ten pound discount on Uber Eats is still available. Then <laughs> we get other things. The one thing I did see in our junk email folder was about a penis enlargement thing. That's right up your street. How <laughs> fucking dare you! I couldn't tell. I wouldn't like to say. I mean, Hannah said yes, so I assume it must be serviceable at least. Oh, Not no. like an outy belly button. That would be truly awful. Oh. And then I remember your mum's listening. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've just gone, oh no. Sorry. No night. <laughs> We're not ending it there. Oh, fine. What are you going to say? Oh, I haven't got anything left to oh, say. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, keep listening to the show yeah we're coming back for fifth season I mean next David year. looks like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen now so <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to see more of this <laughs> and so do you so come back listen to his hair follicles that are shorter than I remember them being the last time I saw him it's because I've had a haircut I know we talked about that at the start of the episode that was the most important thing exactly that's I didn't say th- of course but I didn't say that get- you look like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen Right, thanks for listening, everyone. No, no. If you've lasted two... If if you've listened to us from the very beginning, up until now, for the whole two years... I'd take my head off to you, I'm a, if I was wearing one. I would say seek psychiatric help. <laughs> <laughs> we're it. Don't you realise? We're their therapy. We remind people that they're not that fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's escapism to know that there's other people out there, like us... That are truly off their rockers. Yes. Wonderful stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that. Some more children are walking past the window, chatting some shit. There's cars outside. The dog's asleep in her bed. No farting, I hope. No farting. And yes, join us for the next episode and the next season of Two Actors Walking to a Bar. Like us on social media or follow us or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I've seen, I've heard, li- listen to podcasts where they like have ad breaks like, hey, you should bloody subscribe to us and tell a friend. And I'm like, do it if you want. Yeah, I don't want to push you. Like, Christ, that's non-consensual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we press pause or at least stop for the last time. For now. <laughs> Just for now. <laughs> okay. Who yeah. knows when we'll be back? Goodbye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. They won't. Well, have a good life. Yeah, probably. I think mine do. Mm, I hope so. For their sake. You don't know who they are, though. True. What if they're horrible people? Mm, what if our listeners are absolute dickheads? Jeffrey Dahmer, is that you? He's dead. I know, but the, the new version of. <laughs> I don't know. Did somebody. Did you just eat a heart? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer 2.0. I suspect. Suspect who? That one of our listeners is a. What if one of our listeners is a serial killer? Yeah. And, the, and, and like, while they're chopping up someone's limbs. They're <laughs> listening to us chat absolute bollocks. Wow. <laughs> Imagine that. That's pretty scary, isn't it? Two actors podcast at outlook.com. Email us if you're a serial killer. 
We need some guests for next season. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad you're you're thinking like that. Should we stop recording now? Yeah. Cool. Bye, Felicia. Bye, everyone else. <laughs> so inclusive. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Christ almighty. When am I going to press stop? I don't know. Your your finger eagerly awaits. <laughs> People, I'm keeping all of this in. People are going to be on the edge of their seats being like, is it going to end? 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 I don't know. Who knows? Is it going to end? Is it going to end? Is it going to...